This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can um, text the show. Oh, we'd love it if you did on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter if you're into the uh, social media. Mm-hmm. At Frank on the radio. Or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website if you're uh, calling from work. <laughs> um, welcome. Morning. Morning. We everyone. saw each other very recently, didn't we? We did. We uh, we actually we had a sort of a works out in last works night. Works night out. Not only we were we did get, we would go out, but we had um, some. We had a producer from our past days. He was <laughs> yeah, there. As she well. came along. So there was Charlie. Make it sound like a Christmas Carol. It was. It was like well, it was like a Christmas do. I thought. Yeah. We were all like that. And we were all excited to see each other, but nobody was more excited than you to meet Moriarty. From, oh, man. <laughs> okay. That was, that when was... Moriarty walked in, oh, Frank, man. we should explain, this is the actor Andrew Scott who plays Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. if Moriarty had walked in, I would have been terrified. It's <laughs> yeah. the real one. Rightly so. I would knew there was something afoot. <laughs> He's quite the baddie. And Al was also in Spectre, I um, think. I think he might. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah, he was the um, duplicitous Spoiler spy alert. person. <laughs> Not in oh, real oops. life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> contraire! What a charming man. But he walked in, and we alerted Frank, didn't we, that he was there? Oh. Paul from Absolute said that you know Moriarty's here. He broke the news. I thought Frank was going to. I mean, I thought you were going to need to go to the bathroom. Put well, it that way. I love a bit of Sherlock, but he in particular in Sherlock is, and there are, there's no shortage of fine performances. But he's fantastic. And I told him yeah. first thing. I thought, get it out of the way. Well, Kathy yeah. was so embarrassed. She said to him. She apologised to him. She said, I'm so embarrassed at Frank. <laughs> because Frank had said, Frank said, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. I'm so excited to meet you, Catherine. I can't believe Frank said, I'm buzzing. I'm so sorry. It's very good. It's, it's, it's good to have someone apologising on your behalf. <laughs> he was very happy, though. Yeah. Good. So that was... But what happened is we went to see Coldplay, is what happened. That's right. At, yeah. um, at the London Palladium. Mm-hmm. How marvellous to be at the London Palladium again. They were live at the Palladium, weren't they? Oh, I mean, I bet... Do you think I was the only person in there looking around and thinking, oh, this is where they did This Is My Life? <laughs> <laughs> this is my life? Li- they did your life? Though. They did, I was... Oh. Uh, Frank's life. I did a gig there, and there was a big cheer, and I turned around, and there was Michael Aspel with the big red book. Wow. Yeah. In, that very, in that very room. And do you know... Basil Brush was in the Royal Box. <laughs> <laughs> he actually was. Was he? Yeah, and um, Ivan, who operated him, had had a couple of drinks, and I think he'd had a stroke recently, and they told him not to drink. Yeah. Huh. Um, and so he ended up with a, a sort of terrible stroke shandy, um, which made him a bit slurry. I mean, we kept... We kept him, the show didn't start till one thirty in the morning, the record. And oh. so Basil appeared and said, Oh, Mr. Frank, Mr. Frank, <laughs> Mr. Frank, do you remember when? <laughs> and it sounded like he, Basil Brush was drowning. Oh, oh dear. No. I have never laughed as much on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know, on camera you see people laugh. You never see people have those laughs when you're make, you know, I make, when I have those big laughs. You know those big, big laughs yeah. that you have? Which yeah. tend not to ever be at comedy, they tend to no. be at things in your life. Uh-huh. Yes. When I get those big laughs, and I probably only had, a, I probably had single figures in my whole life. Those real when you mm. start to think, "Am I going to die laughing?" Mm. And I met this nice, ah, ah, 
like that. <laughs> like, and it's like an alarm saying, this man needs a medic. And I actually did that on camera. I was laughing so much at um, the drowning Basil Brosh. Oh, I haven't had one of those big laughs for a long time. Oh, well. Oh, thanks very much. Well, you know what I mean. One <laughs> Throw of those the gauntlet I down. Three hours to go. Yeah. One of those I can't control. Yeah, my, we'll my see. My money's on you, Al. We'll <laughs> see if we can, if not one together for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, Chris Martin was no. a revelation. Chris oh, Martin? Oh, goodness. Well, let's put it this way. The yoga's paid off. I mean, the man looks phenomenal. Yeah, he, do, he, was, um, he was in good shape. He's a very energetic performer, I think Extremely. it's fair to say. The agility I mean, of the man. I mean, you know, it, I, I consider myself to be a reasonably fit person. Well, we, yeah, we know But that. if I had done as much... <laughs> no, but it's, it's progress, because I had a back problem, didn't I? Now I'm fitter. But oh, God, don't keep it light. Progress. <laughs> don't go on about your back But problem. here's the thing. Yeah. If I had done as much running and jumping and yeah. climbing back up and stuff like that as he did yesterday, I'd, today I'd be getting a sports massage and he looked as if he'd oh, be I able think to he do will that. be too. Do you think so? But what I would say is he's got that slight... He knows it because yeah, he, he was showing that midriff off. That little top was riding up all night... Yes. And... But as I've always said, on the, I, there was a six-month period when I had a flat stomach mm. and every picture of me in the street, in the winter, mm. whatever, I lift my top up and show my stomach. <laughs> if you've got it like that, you can't, yeah. you can't keep it away. Yeah. So that's fair enough. I tell you what, I was a bit worried. Um, She's got cramps. <laughs> Alan just got, got cramps. See, that'll say talking about Even your... talking about Chris Boasting about your working out. Um, it, was, it was the talking that worried me, because I've heard some accents in my time, but he's, I'd describe his current accent as automatic answering machine. Could you try and... I can't even do he a, said, an approximation of it. It's I know it's been a strange week this week, but <laughs> we will find that, and for general inquiries, press one. <laughs> it's at that sort of... It's slightly Scottish, slightly American. No, but it it did sound automated, I Mm. think. And I think that's because he probably never settles anywhere anymore and his accent's been um, destroyed. Do think he's got a nice voice? I think he's got a nice he's voice. He's got a nice yeah. singing voice. Yeah. But he sounds like Anna Nova when he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> what about our xylo bands? Xylo bands? We were wearing them things. on our wrists. We got xylo bands, yeah. I didn't get one of those. Could you? No, no. I, was, I was never given one. These are the things that light up when you... Does he have to raise your hands in the air? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's how Nazi well, Germany started. It oh, is, yeah. Frank. With other bands. We got a complaint. Someone was sitting behind us and <coughs> tweeted me to say that we weren't raising our hands in the air. I didn't have a Zylo okay, band. Okay, that's okay, why. calm down. And I, I, I would like to say to that person who's unnecessarily attacking us on our <laughs> night out, I would like to say to them that... The people in front of me had Reeks. stepped forward, and so I was um, I was drumming the seat in front. I never felt like putting my hands in there because I got to you know. Oh, I noticed Frank of... did something at the gig which I rather liked. <clears throat> well, which was it. there was a lot of putting the hands on the seat in front in a slightly statesmanlike. It was a bit presidential. Yes. You were leaning forward, using it for purchase. Well, <clears throat> because everyone stood up when they came on, I thought, oh, here we go, hour and a half upright. <laughs> so I, I, so, I boogied. So I eased, I eased off a bit by supporting myself on the chair in front. I played a bit of air piano as well. Did you? Air piano is... is the, the gap between air piano and Tommy Cooper impression is almost <laughs> imperceptible. Did not spot you do Frank, that. did you have an incident with a woman? 
Um, I did, yeah. Okay, would you rather not discuss it on well, a woman, a woman <laughs> did that thing that they weren't letting people stand in the aisle, so she mm. basically came and stood right in front of... Well, Kath initially, and then I moved Kath so that Kath could see. Mm. So she was, was, I was standing and she was standing in front of me in the same gap. She was sort of in your seat, really. Yeah, but, you know, I like to be liberal about it. Footwell. She was in your footwell, really. She asked me if I minded. And what did you say? Well, I can't repeat what I said. (laughs) She left. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't abusive, I was just um, candid. No, that was enough. Oh, no. But can I say the moment for me? Of, of, well, there was two very emotional moments for me, mm. um, and one was um, when they played. Uh, they played Muhammad Ali. Yes, they just oh, yeah. they sampled Some Muhammad one of the Ali. Tracks, yeah, yes. sure. God don't care if I beat Joe Frazier. Mm. Oh, I love that. And um, he said some of the stuff about peace and love, obviously. Mm. But that's the bit stuck with me. And yeah. um, and he that's also more Ringo's brilliantly he did. Um, Suzanne. He came on on his own with yeah. guitar, Chris Martin, and did um, Suzanne, yeah, by uh, Leonard Cohen, mm. which was... Uh, sp- and I was so glad he didn't do it. Hallelujah, he went for Suzanne, which is slightly sort of the second choice, if you know yeah. what I mean. Oh, you don't yes. want to do Hallelujah. And, and I was talking to Adam, who works here, and he said after... He said, I, he said I think about 15 people recognised that song and knew it was Leonard Cohen's song in the whole place. Really? So that's... Well, I, don't know, I don't know how he worked I'm in the 15... Me too. Oh, well, yeah. well everyone on, on this show. And I said, if, if he'd done Hallelujah, the crowd would have probably thought Alexandra Burke had died. <laughs> <laughs> Been horror all around. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Coldplay. Yes. Yeah. He even did a squat down, like heels, oh, bottom to with, heels. Obsessed with his physical fitness. And then he jumped out of that squat. I, I mean, that is impressive. Ow. And he lay on the floor and got up with his hands both on the microphone. Well, that's all very well. What about good. when he made us all squat down? <laughs> oh, so there was that one point he difficult. grabbed the microphone and he went, go low, go low. <laughs> Something of a rapper's yeah. thing, that. He said, go low, go low. So. Sure, he didn't say YOLO. <laughs> No, you did look a bit confused, right? <laughs> I did. And you, I liked your, you held out. You were like, I'm not going low. Well, I sat down, that's what I did. I thought that's low <laughs> I enough. That. Wasn't but you're low used enough. to it in the church. You're all right if there's a little cushion there. I don't think you wanted us to kneel, did <laughs> you? <laughs> Genuflect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I found it very difficult, and there was a lot of cracking I, of limbs. In I don't row. think he realised that we were in a seated auditorium at that point, and then yeah. when people went low, he thought, oh, it's seating. Like I couldn't, I couldn't physically get in between the seats low enough. Well, it was a ridiculous idea to start with. <laughs> <laughs> Might be used to a different set of scenarios. I mean, they're arenas usually, aren't they? So people have probably got tons of room when he says to them, "Go low normally." I yes. Can I just say I loved it? Yeah, me too. I danced my little socks off. It's a me lot too. of confetti. A lot of confetti. Oh, it's like being Elizabeth Taylor. Well. <laughs> I, I, Frank, I noticed some regards, put some yeah. in his pocket for Buzz. I did. did I, there was some nice. star-shaped confetti. Yeah, that is that, nice. That came down after the song um, "Star Sky Thingy." What is it? Sky full of stars. Sky full of stars, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so I thought Buzz will love that. So what I did when I got in, I let I left it out on the floor as if stars had fallen from the sky during oh, the night nice. oh. i'll say dad what are all these post-it notes yeah yeah it did look like colored post-it notes I think <laughs> something i did was a bit pathetic that um christian o'connell came on at the beginning to introduce it and said um 
and you're on live, you're on national ra- live on national radio. Give a cheer if, if you love being live on national radio. And I went, Wee! And I, thought, <laughs> I never do that when I'm live on a Saturday. <laughs> no, I'm excited to be live. Should we do a cheer? Yeah. yeah. Come, on, come on, cheer if you're on live, live on national radio. Yay! Yay! You see. I actually said yay, which is one of my pet hates. <laughs> is it? Oh, <laughs> What's so wrong with you? Oh, I find yay. Say hooray. Don't hooray. Say yay. Hooray. Yes. Well, I don't mind yay and I don't mind hooray. What I don't like is somewhere in between, which is normally the sort of funky legend types uh. who go, way. It's a way I don't like. Oh, um, no, it's yay for me. Okay. I think something else I didn't expect as well. He, he smashed a guitar. Well, I turned around to you and I said, it's all gone a bit Marky Smith. Yeah, but Did he, he, smash he, he doesn't... Well, he, he threw it high into the air and then it lands. Yeah, I, Expensive, those. I thought there might be, like, a little landing bit. I thought they might have a little sponge bit in the orchestra like a bit, especially. Yeah, It'd yeah. Be quite a shot. It would be great if it had bounced back up and everybody would go, oh, like, he, he did some that. crowd surfing. I hope he'd come good. round our way. He didn't know. Me too. I wanted him to come round our way, mainly because his clothes look so soft that I wanted <laughs> to just... I wanted to give them a little touch. I thought he yeah. might smell a patchouli essence. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember her downtown? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourites. Frank Skinner on the radio. Had some news in from the outside world, 603. Hi, um, Vince Cable has written a romantic novel. As Frank would say, how marvellous. <laughs> will you that... be reading it? That's Ian in Leamington Spa. Vince Cable has written a romantic novel. Well, that of course I'll be good. reading it. It's I mean, that's my absolute good. dream. I like the sound of that. What about the audio I want to know what it's called. What's the title? I tell you what, the audiobook, me tucked up in bed with that audiobook, hello. <laughs> Hey, I spotted an autobiography title that I think you guys might like. Go on. Recently. Johan Cruyff has written his autobiography. Yeah. Guess what it's called? Oh, come on, come, wait, let's work something out, Frank. It's got to be on the Cruyff. Um, on the, oh. Can you give us a link to think about Yo. something? What's he, what's he known for? Football. He's known for his turn. There you go. Turn for the better. Nearly. A good turn. My turn. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Turn. Like it's it's his turn to speak, but also it could mean my turn. What like about the if, famous... yeah. if Vince Cable um, had a relationship with Ansley Harriet? Oh, thanks a lot. Then it could thanks be... for making may, ruining my whole day. Then their autobiography could be called Ain and Cable. <laughs> I that don't was like the that. cleanest version I could yeah, think of yeah, for I, that. It was going somewhere very not great. <laughs> um, what about no one thanked the police last night? Nobody thanked the police. Oh. That's terrible. Oh, it's Chris Martin. Of, it awaits a mark of how good a gig was if somebody doesn't panic and go around can and you, force the police. Can you imagine we if Chris Martin say, had ended the gig by saying, and thank you to the police. We should say for new readers <laughs> yeah. that I... Um, I uh, I was in a play in the West End, and my dresser told me that he'd seen someone in a show that was so bad, they were so desperate for a crowd response that one of the actors turned to the audience and said, "What about why don't we have a big big round of applause for the police? They do a great job." <laughs> <laughs> and and they just, uh, literally out of the blue. They often do it at the end of a sort of local election as well. Do they? Mm. Oh, bless them! Oh, the police are always thanked. 
There was a, I tell you what surprised me more than anything last night is the amount of singing the crowd. There was a vast amount of love in the room, and the the crowd sung probably forty percent of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, I, I, well, thank you. I sang a lot of it. Some good crowd singing. The was patches. No, it, it was like, good. Chris Martin. He's the new Max Bygraves. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know everyone says that about him. They do. Yeah, but it's a well we known. Practically a trope, that, isn't it? Frank Skinner on the radio. So I, um, I'll tell you what I did this week. I went to the BFI, the oh, British nice. Film Institute, for a, um, they had uh, a Doctor Who screening. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, apparently, I'm sorry, I apparently, he's, <laughs> apparently he's, got the, he's got the all clear. <laughs> he's I fine. wish you told me about that, Frank. Yeah, you know. know I'd have loved to have gone to that. I know, but mm. um, anyway, it was what's happened. I mean, when you say screening, haven't you seen enough of these things? Well, these these were new new ones. They were new ones. New ones from 1966. Oh, oh new old ones. Um, Smoker's complexion. Are they called lost episodes or something like that? Well, yeah, yeah they're, they're missing episodes, oh, but they've got the right. they've got the audio right. from them. So what they've done is they've done um, animated versions using oh. the original audio. It's a very clever idea. Oh, I do like cartoons. Maybe I'll watch that. <laughs> it's basically it like a lot of it's, it's no. There's a lot of my parents' friends overacting. Um, well, <laughs> I, I, I think the actor in it was superb. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, I, I had an idea. Now, tell me, uh, is, have I completely made this up? Mm. I had an idea that in our early days on this show, someone took uh, a bit of dialogue from us and did an animated version of it. Have I completely, please tell me I've either imagined it or it's true. Hello? <laughs> I, what, what Hello? I, I wasn't here in the early days. So no. um, oh, pressure's on. This, this is, I've got this, this is how it, how it gets now when you get old. And my what memory was the dialogue? is, is a mix Can you of remember? fiction. No, I've no idea what the dialogue was. Well, then I can't help you. But I've found this with my memory now is that, um, you know, you get those dramas with a man and a woman in and they call them Will They, Won't They? Yeah. I can yeah. look back on female friends uh, and now I'm having the did we, didn't we? <laughs> Well, allow That's me allow good. me to clear up one for you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I was I was fairly confident about. Uh, you're more recent. I'm on about people. Some of them have, have passed away, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't want to phone up their family for if there's any eyewitness reports. But um, I I have a vague idea that we were at animator. Do you remember when we used to be animated? Those are the days. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, i tell you one thing about the, uh, this animating of the audio thing. Couldn't this be the rebirth for the phone hacking? Yes. Because you can hack people's phone conversations and then you can oh, make yeah. an animation with that as the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. Would you? Yeah. If it was Winslet-based... I'd be in there. The man's a monster. <laughs> so, um, I tell you, when I, um, it, it occurred to me that I said to someone I was going to the cinema, yeah. and that was one of the turning points in, in what I would call my southern sophistication when I moved down to London. going to the cinema, darling? No, calling it that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I lived what in did you Birmingham. Used to call it? I'm going to the pictures. Yeah. yeah. And oh. I remember when I, 
I, not deliberately, but I naturally said to someone, I, I went to the cinema, I thought, oh, that's me. That's oh, me, sophisticated. Yeah. Mr. La It was that one. and I used to, well, We used to call homosexuals Moes, <laughs> just as an abbreviation. And um, I did a gig at the um, comedy store, and I said, I've just been to a gay musical, it's called Five Moes Named Guy. And it got nothing. I mean, right. nothing. And then I realised that this abbreviation hadn't caught on in the South. No. So, um, Still not. And n- never did. Never did. <laughs> in fact. <laughs> well, which it was, it I, for one, am relieved of. Well, it's not abusive. It's just shortening. Okay. Um, I miss it, I'll be honest with you. Mm. But um, then again, um, I was talking to my producer. My, my name for them was uh, Godfather. <laughs> I was talking to my uh, producer this week. Mm. I I was talking to my producer. <laughs> Which corner. one? The radio show producer? No, no, my my television one. Oh. And uh, to you, did, my did television I ta- one. Did I tell you this? I, this is another one of my. I think I met him briefly. Did I tell you? I said to him, I was going to the chiropodist. Don't know. Yeah. And he said, "What's that?" <laughs> did he? <laughs> He did not say that. And I said, you know, the chiropodist. Oh, he's an absolute fool. And he said, um... I'm so- and he said, uh, I've never, what, what is it? What happens He did there? not say that. <laughs> what happens there? And I thought, look, I know, I know you get certain things where, you know, there's an age difference and stuff like that, but surely that is... And, and I had to explain to him, I go there and he just, he goes, really? I might, I might go to that. They all over the place. I said, hold on a minute. Don't make me the chiropody missionary. Everyone knows about it. He said, You're a peddler. He said, I've never heard of it. You can't not know. Frank, is he Captain Kirk? What is this water from your eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's... Honestly, I, it was... I, what could I say? I mean, there was other people in the room and they were aghast. <laughs> one was aghast, one worked there. He is ridiculous. Well, I, I wouldn't, he's, a, he's a frightfully <laughs> nice chap. Well, I he feel just... terrible. Look, I don't know the man, whoever he is. But what a gap to have in your life. I mean, OK, never to have been, or even to be quite unsure, but to never have heard of it. Yeah. I know I had this thing with Bodger Eagle the other week. I thought, I thought, it, <laughs> I thought it, can't, with. it can't get any worse than Bodger What if he's Eagle? listening to the show and I've called him ridiculous and he's probably a lovely man? I yeah, do apologise. I just felt It's all right. He probably, he's probably never heard the word ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Are you looking for some of that rapid voiceover work? He <laughs> likes it. Terms <laughs> and conditions apply. There's an element of uh, Orson Welles announcing that the Martians had landed. Yes. I'll tell you what, if they, I mean, that, that would be a slide, wouldn't it? With the pinnacles of your career, if you ended up doing the... Your terms and conditions apply. Oh, like, that's right. oh. Someone said, I'm sure that's Frank Skinner. Yeah. I would be, I would absolutely, I'd be didn't so he, ashamed. Didn't he have his own show? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's bigger names than me doing voiceovers on these hey. adverts. Um, yeah. We're not criticising people that do adverts. I ju- what we're no, saying... I was waiting for you to pull me up on those bigger names than me. Oh, OK, sorry. <laughs> How remiss of us. Oh. Now... Chris Martin told us last night at the gig that despite how weird I think he said this week had been, mm-hmm. it was all going to be okay. Yeah, I like that. 
Well, I thought he was I referring just... to an incident at the Doctor Who screening. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out he was, was referring to... Was he on about to... the fact I sat next to Annika Wills? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was excited about it. I don't know. He was referring to the Donald, I think, wasn't he? I think yes. he may have been. Trumpelstiltskin, as I like yeah. to oh, call him. Nice. lovely. <laughs> yes. Um, it was a bit of a shocker. It was, but it was a surprise this year. I think I predicted it. Did I not predict last week that news that Bono's Woman of the Year would pile in the. He did. And show enough. Show enough. Who's this? I like him. Alan, I should say, respect. Respect to Mondo. Uh, possibly a year ago, Frank? Possibly a he year ago. He said he's going to go all the way. And you guys started calling me a Trump apologist, and I said, I'm not an apologist, I'm just saying oh, that I think saying... he's persuading people, and... I... I still hold that view that you're a Trump apologist. I I'm not a Trump apologist, but I think he is persuading is, is people. Is some sort of brass musician? <laughs> <laughs> he's a very good Trump apologist. Have you heard this? Oh, man. He's Benny Goodman. <laughs> um... But I was, I was, and isn't it nice that I didn't send a group text saying I told you so all the day? Yeah, you've got to stop going on about it now. You've got to, you've <laughs> got to know how many times I deleted a group text saying I told you so. <laughs> it but is frustrating because you were there. Four hundred in one I day. I know. It was interesting because um, I, it was partly sort of, oh my god, but partly hilarious. Because mm. it just seems so ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. And also, I grew up in the shadow of the bomb, so it don't scare me. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were always talking about somebody pressing the button when I was a kid, because the Cold yeah. War was. It did on. feel like war had broken out. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. I think. Um, I, I think. It's my all, view. I'm entitled to it. Thank you. Already started to. Uh, he's calmed a bit, hasn't he? He's backtracking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's which... Melan Melania Melania. Let's call the whole no, no, thing. No, no. <laughs> I better not say, but um, it's her I feel sorry for. She Do wanted you? some cars and a bit of makeup, and she's up to her neck in it now. She's got a nice house out of it. Oh, yeah, um, the amount of admin involved now. I don't think uh, she'll have to do the admin there. Well, she's got appointments. You think she's going to have like a chart? No, but they have to meet Hoover, people, don't Oval they? Office. Of course, <laughs> she'll she'll be she'll be Donald Trump's first lady. Oh, she's a way <laughs> off that. <laughs> Oh, Hoover Oval Office, can you imagine what that's going to look like? There'll oh. be some nice old dictator's home sheet coming in. It's going to get pretty With the bling, gold tables <laughs> and the portraits. Brilliant. It was, um, I watched it, did you watch his thank you speech? Because that was on, it was a good time for us, it was two in the morning for them, but yeah. it was on at that, like in the morning here. I think I heard it, like it on the eight, eight o'clock, yeah. So I watched that, that was... Uh, I did enjoy that. I must admit, it was a, it was a bit like when they accidentally interviewed that cab driver on <laughs> BBC News Twenty Four. Um, he, he was sort of saying, uh, "Yeah, thank you to um, Steve. Where is Steve? Steve here? He was unbelievable, <laughs> and he should be. Where is Steve? Get Steve. Do you think else? Oh, you're doing a speech. You're doing a speech." <laughs> You know, the irritation that people weren't where they were meant to be. But I suppose that's the idea of the refreshing. It's like us, the refreshing on professionalism. Well, this is true. You think? Apparently, I'm so. not was, sure it's what you want in a world leader, but uh, let's go. He thought it. it was bad luck to prepare for the presidential transition. Hence, he hasn't appointed anyone or made any decisions. Is that true? Yes. He thought it was bad luck. He thought it would be bad luck and it that would jinx it. I think he didn't. And he's been proven right in yes. a way. 
Do you remember when we won Best Speech Programme? You can't compare it to that. He's no, the president. No, but we were told we had no chance. And I am honest. It's the only time I've ever been to an awards show not thinking I was going to win it. <laughs> and it was... And, it, and the speech, I just made the speech up because I didn't plan one. And it was actually quite good. Right. I think if you're a... Prof- you sh- he should be able to do better than he did with that speech. <laughs> what did he say? Where's Steve? That's basically all he, he said. He said that quite a lot. Where's Steve? And um, Baron was up there. Baron, that's the child. Young, young yes. Baron. Well, he's got a few. He's got Donald Jr., who's you apparently can, said to be... All, he's got seven, hasn't he? <laughs> I know them all. Eric. Oh. Um, apparently Donald Jr. Oh, no, Baron is very like... Melania says, um, Donald Jr. is very like Donald in temperament. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. He seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's washed his hands. <laughs> he's, um... I felt a bit sorry for Baron, cos people were saying, oh, he looks bored. But it was two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's ten. Yeah, he's allowed yeah. to yawn. I kind of like the fact that, um, Trump's an old dad. I knew me and him would find common ground. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. And she's 46, Melania, which is the same age as my partner. So, um... We've got stuff in common, and we both have a special relationship with the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Do you think Donald's hair is soft or hard? I fear it's hard. I want it to be soft. Imagine it was baby soft. I don't... I, I don't know. I think in order to keep it like that, you've really got to... It's going to be shellac. It's like sponge sugar. It's shellacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. No, I, um... I think it's probably hard. I think it's like 3D printing or something, you know, that, uh, Have you ever touched 3D printing? No, I never have. <laughs> yeah. I read a book, uh, a sci-fi book, that had 3D printing in it. Oh, and you must lend it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and about a month later, I read in the paper that someone had come up with 3D printing. It was very Oh, strange. loads of stuff's been invented in sci-fi, hasn't it? Oh, I know, but not, it, not normally that quick a turn. No, out, true enough. True enough. Are we still talking about this? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, why because, not? No, I know, because you know sci-fi upsets me. <laughs> um, Frank, have what Have you read any th- sci-fi? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have an English degree, thank you very much. Boom. And um, what sci-fi is on the English course? Quite a lot, because Ooh. we had to do a lot of H.G. Wells. Uh. <laughs> do you count him as sci-fi? I should think so. Thank you. Um, would you, what do you oh. think of, where do you stand on Tiffany Trump? Tiffany? Um, well, don't know much about. I like her, but to a lesser extent than <laughs> like the rest of the family. This is, of course, what he said. Oh, I, of course he did. I, there's something. Um, you know, they say politicians <laughs> aren't very honest. <laughs> when he said, "I'm proud of all my family," but to a lesser extent, Tiffany. I he said that th- this week. Didn't that's he? On, more honest than most parents are just at home. Yeah, yeah. I've not read that in any parenting manual. That that's how you should do it. It's public shaming. Oh, I think, yeah, that's one of the first things. Dr. Benjamin's box, so get your league table <laughs> on <Yeah>. the fridge <laughs> um, and move it about based on behaviour and achievement. <laughs> She's uh, part of the, I, th- I believe they're called the Snap Pack. You had the Rat Pack and the Brat Pack. Oh. She's the Snap Pack. And there's this group of individuals from very eminent families, her excluded. And they, but there's play, a it, they play international snap. <laughs> That'd be great. Like, you'd only get poker on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> like, stupid but attractive people playing Snap. I'd watch that. I'd watch yeah. that. So basically, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's Trilby's with their sponsor. Snap! On it. 
Johnny Depp wins again. <laughs> because of the Instagram, Frank. They're called oh. Snapchat because they like taking pictures of each other. What, not what, Snapchat? Um, well, it, actually, it is partly. Maybe it is because of that. Anyway, yeah. it's her, Matisse's great granddaughter, and Robert Kennedy's great granddaughter. Wow. Great, yeah, there you go. Granddaughter. So they must be very proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, what a great legacy! Yeah, that you've you've. Uh, That's what Donald Trump said about his daughter. <laughs> yeah, probably did. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of when I met a bloke. Um, I met a bloke. I, I can't remember where I was now, but it was said to me, "It's an Irish bloke," and he said, "Can I have a photo with you? My wife thinks you're very funny." And I said, "Okay." And then he says, "I I think you're quite funny." <laughs> Oh. And I said, look, I don't need a breakdown of this, of uh, statistics. Just funny. Funny would have done. Yeah. But he insisted on telling me that in his book, his wife had o- just overrated me a little bit. <laughs> and this is that I'm slightly less proud of, of Tiffany. Just mm. say, you know, they're all very nice and leave it at that. Yeah. But old Trumpelstiltskin, he's got to <laughs> have the last word yeah. all the time. Oh. I think he's quite cuddly. Wrong. Oh. I would say. My son said, um, Donald Duck is the president. <laughs> in in a sort of a Donald Duck is the president kind of a like, real <laughs> shot. He was pr- probably slightly less shot than I was when I said, Donald Trump is the president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about, I'll tell you what's embarrassing. We were the ninth call he made. I think tenth. Yeah. Oh, that is low. That's all right, though, isn't it? If you, if I was, if you became president and you, I was the ninth. We've got a special relationship. Yeah. And I was the ninth person you called to tell. I'd be devastated. Now that's fine because the first nine calls were just women he was telling to keep their mouths shut. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he wasn't saying that to Theresa May. <laughs> Do you know Theresa May? No, but thanks for the tip. Good man. Thanks, <laughs> Gunnar, on the radio. Yeah, we were talking about. I went um, on the when I, I woke up in the morning. I'd got a uh, a text from my girlfriend. Strange that, blues song. Yeah, <laughs> to say yeah. Woke up this morning, got a text from my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no kiss. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she was telling me that Trump had uh, had won. Mm-hmm. He, hadn't, he hadn't he hadn't been officially announced, but she'd made her mind up. It was good enough for me. There was some swearing involved, but um, yeah. I won't read it all. So, but I didn't have I didn't have that Brexit feeling of oh it's the end of the world. I just there's some there's a mix of comedy in it. There is some profoundly comic about him as yeah. well. Even yeah. if he takes us all into you know into charcoal um, land, <laughs> I uh, I can it, it it does temper it a bit. So, but that night, um, I went to the Ryan Opera House with Baroness Bakewell. Of course. And it, it did feel a bit... I'm glad you kept bit, it real. It felt a bit... Well, it was like the band playing on as the Titanic <laughs> went down. I, 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 felt, I felt good oh. about it. Is anybody else a bit fed up of all the catastrophists? <laughs> Donald Trump's got in, it's oh. the end of the, the world. The Trump apologist Winge- play... Wingerama. Wingerama. I really liked Wingerama. Well, we should say, in case it, that was Boris Johnson <laughs> coined that little <laughs> phrase, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. I liked Wingerama. I'd much rather people waited until he's done something, like, really catastrophic before they said this is a catastrophe. No, I, d- I don't agree with that. Don't you? 
I think well, there that... should be some delay. How like, bad do you want the catastrophe to be? Trump You're apologist. such a Trump apologist. I'm not. I could Can be we a do stoic. a jingle? Maybe I'm a stoic. Frank, it's, it's Can we just... have a jingle for him, for Trump apologist? <laughs> <laughs> That's him actually playing the, uh, the, Trump, the Trump apology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... I'm watching you. Well, you know, oh. it might turn out to be brilliant. But, uh, yeah. well, but even if he's brilliant, even if how do you he, know? whatever happens, though, Trump apologist jingle, please. He just said, <laughs> "How do you know?" Please can that count as one? He said, "How do you know?" Quite aggressively. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we should play. This is what you should play, Al. When uh, when when Trump won. I like it. <laughs> 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 and he's got a red T-shirt today. What does that mean? Well, that's the colour, isn't it? Oh, is for it? the Republicans uh, in America, they do it the other way around. <laughs> but it's such a switch. The, the fact that America decided they really like Barack Obama best mm-hmm. of all, and now they really like Trump best yeah. of all. I think it's the biggest political turnaround since Lemby Opic dumped Sean Lloyd for Gabriella Cheeky. <laughs> That's a good point. And you thought, they're both on his radar, these two. <laughs> these two women. <laughs> and that's what I think about this. It's like, that, there are oh. changes of mind and there are changes of mind. Um, yeah, we did really like Obama. Who else? Who should we try next? What about Donald Trump? Absolutely as different as is possible. Donald would like a cheeky girl. He likes a cheeky girl. He would girl. like a cheeky girl. Yeah, oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Touch my bum. This is life. OK. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to read my text out on the show. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Clive Silas has tweeted us to say Frank doesn't do T's and C's apply. Because we were talking earlier about oh, yes. how you might end up one day doing that. We well, yeah. didn't say that, Al, no, but how do we... it would be a fall from grace. Yes, from we said it would. current lofty position in show business. Yes. Clive says... Playing lofty in the stage That's right. by the EastEnders. <laughs> so it's a weird booking, isn't it? Clive says, but he does do, and coming up on Sky Arts, a little bit of Beethoven. Do you do um, that? Oh, I do, um... Do you do the links? Do you sit in a little studio? Well, I do links, yeah. sort of impromptu, unscripted links, where I just talk about, um, stuff. But that's Sky Arts. <clears throat> mm, right, exactly. Right. I mean, you know, it's not, um, we buy any cars. OK, don't... Not that that's a bad thing, can no. I say? No, no, do what you want. Yeah, because um, it's good if you're trying to sell your car that there's someone with that kind of broad-minded attitude. Yeah, mm. they'll, they'll buy any car. Any car. <laughs> I'll tell you what it doesn't seem like. It doesn't seem eight years since Barack Obama got in, and uh, and it is. Like, that's... It's flown by, hasn't it, really? Mm. Don't come crying to me. Hey, Don't come crying to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you know, time flies. All right. Older. I, uh, I remembered when he got in, I used to have some jokes about... Um, you used to have some jokes. You used to have some jokes. Of the days. Eight years back. <laughs> just the last time I had a funny thought was about eight and a half years ago. Um, I used to do some jokes about... Because uh, people were up in arms about his name, Barack Hussein Obama. You remember all mm, that stuff? Mm. And but I your read... your friend Trump wanted him to produce his did, birth certificate. He's a birther, my friend, isn't Yeah, he? your friend. Um, and I read that, uh, an interesting thing about Barack Obama. I thought that was in his late teens and twenties, he wasn't known as Barack Obama. He was known to friends and family as Barry. So I used to have some jokes about. Uh, never mind. Was that right? Yeah, yeah. 
So I used to have these jokes about he's given hope to Barry's the world (laughs) over. He's the leader of... But now they've gone from Barry to Donald. What is happening with that country? That that name will be popular Dorky names. I would guess that they were docky names. (laughs) (laughs) I would guess that that was someone Irish, Barry Obama. Yes, you would. Hey, what if Donald starts popularising the Donald jacket, the Bolero jacket, with no trousers underneath? Oh, no, he wouldn't dare. Just the, the, uh, the naval, the naval top and uh, no trousers. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time, probably. <laughs> yeah, you'd think. Now, I'll tell you who's very excited about this, not just our very own Alan Trump Cochran. apologist, Nigel. N- Nigel Farage, Farage is so happy about this. Because he had done some good little groundwork creeping up. Mm-hmm. And I think Frank on this very show referred to him as a minion, which I like. <laughs> well, yeah, because his job now is to support um, <laughs> terrible people around the world, like, like the minions. If you've never seen the minions, that's what they do. He said he's oh, already... Well, I, I hope he's, he's going to wear a sort of monocular <laughs> goggle next time we see him. <laughs> Suit him down to the ground. A little dungarees, Frank. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, just one picture of him like that would be brilliant. He's got to do it. But Someone will be all... working that up for us now on Photoshop, I'm sure. Well, Al, he's already so. got very excited. He rung into James Whale. I don't know if he Did used he? a free number or not, but they had he rang a into long... James Whale. If ever there was a... They get on like a cross on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, James Whale said, yeah, well, the PC lot, I hope you're listening now. Well, a big hand for the police. <laughs> <laughs> and Nigel said, um, he said after, he said, I didn't go to the Mississippi rally to endorse Donald Trump. I he, didn't, to be fair. He no, said, he said, after I did my bit, which is what he's calling it, yeah. he said to me, you'll be my friend for life. Well, I tell you what, that's not bad. That's not bad. Well... <laughs> Bit of a multiple choice. That's not A, bad, B, good. <laughs> C, happening. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Nigel Farage will be hanging on the telephone about, I'd say, two weeks' time. <laughs> he, do- he doesn't call. He doesn't text. He's getting so excited. Mm. That's my worry, is that the Donald won't come good and he might... For sake, Nigel. Yeah. So I often on the way up, these people are all over you, and then... I, I think that's a possibility, yes. Well, what if Nigel got American citizenship, and then he could be the next leader, because he's called Nigel, so that sticks with Barry, Donald, Nigel... He's, <laughs> all the terrible just, names. Yeah, yes. He could uh, start next? his own mail delivery company called Wells Farage. <laughs> Very good. <sighs> this is the problem, we... We didn't suck up to the Donald enough. I would have. As we know, compl- well, as we know we you know. would have. We needed you. Where were you when we needed you? But if um, we put all our ago. money on, um, but now I say we, the government. But now that mm-hmm. we've had the Brexit Liam shot Fox. result, yeah. and the Donald Trump shot result, mm-hmm. and um, Bono, Bono um, told you so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bono, um, woman of the year, woman of the year. Of the year. Thinking of putting a few bob on Ed Balls for uh, Strictly. Strictly. Yeah. I think that's the one. Definitely. I think, I think actually, those things you've listed, I think we might now all be totally unshockable. I think there's no <laughs> just surprise I, I'm left I'm putting ever. money on Vince Cable win X Factor. Is he on it? 
Well, he will be soon. Well, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> He's no. written a romantic novel. No, but if that, so. that idea of the, the this theory that the the um, people are, are sort of it's like a brick through a shop window people type of voting, break down the system. Ed Balls winning Strictly would turn the whole program mm. upside down. Mm. What with Aaron Goodman going, oh, yeah. it'd be smoking rubble. It's the end of days. It is. All the people have spoken now. Uh, Jane from Nottingham has got in touch with us. Oh, yeah. Saying, morning, you're keeping me amused, sorry, phrase redacted, whilst cleaning the whole house as meeting my son's girlfriend for the first time, trying to con her that we don't live like pigs. <laughs> yeah, I thought that it's the girlfriend who's supposed to be nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I and like the that parents. the parents are nervous. That's rather sweet. Nice. Everything. The world's upside down. That's <laughs> changed, hasn't it? Yeah, but that's lovely. But yeah. she'll smell she'll smell that jiff. Yeah, she will. When Sif. she comes. Sif. Sif, is it? Oh, yeah, old Sif school. Now. Whatever happened to Isn't it? <laughs> it's called Sif. The people have spoken. It's called Sif now. Sif it's yes. called. Yes. I don't like the fact that it's called Sif. Well, it's been like that for a long time. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, like, oh, let's name it after a venereal disease. <laughs> no, C I F. Not S Y. I know, but yeah. you, once it's said, once Can it's you out there. Can stop talking like stop this? Spelling. You too. <laughs> what do you mean talking like well, this? Oh, stop spelling, yes. Anyway, look, I think democracy's been an interesting experiment. But, um, <laughs> Back over again. Yeah, it has. It's it's it it hasn't really worked. I like the opportunist uh, opportunist scamp in Sweden who mm. uh, who put himself up for marriage on eBay for fifty thousand dollars to any American women or men that wanted to leave the country and live in Sweden. Yeah. That's a good idea, isn't cool, it? Cool, isn't it? And he was a handsome chap as well, you think? Oh. Mm. I'm thinking... Winters are very cruel in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you so want to leave America, you might <laughs> you might forsake the sunshine for a it's while. It's expensive as well, Sweden. The daylight. I mean, oh. the lack of daylight, it, it gets you very down. Mm. Mm. All right. Anyway, here's Let's White Snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as Donald Trump would say. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, uh, I think, couldn't we have a system running the country where, <laughs> I, I'm, where you just get some, you know, bright people who know a lot about politics and just leave them to it? And stop the mm. voting thing. What do you mean? Then no one's going to upset the app. What I'm talking about is, could we run the country with a system not dissimilar to the pools panel? Oh, I see. Or, mi- you just or get Miss some, World. You get some experts. Eric Morley, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, but and um, the John Terry. The people on Miss World, <laughs> that, the voting thing, you never know who they are. There's some like, really old John Chinese woman and, who worked in fashion and stuff. I think John Terry did it, did yeah. They? Yeah. There's often somebody, there's someone like Peter Gordino. <laughs> I'm going back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Google him. Um, Could he dance? <laughs> We've had an email, Frank, that is... Oh, um, yeah. I'm afraid to tell you, it's calling you out. You're okay. getting caught. Oh, um, it's, it's, not from that, it's not from that bloke I met in... Uh, <laughs> I think it's actually calling in, you out. On fire. It, no. <laughs> you know, you remember that... In um, Vauxhall. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing that you do where you go, oh, American references, oh, American boxers, oh, boxers. oh yeah. American do I, do I comedians. Go, you do. do I'm I afraid do? to say think, that I is right. I think almost I exactly you your tone. Okay. Anyway, we've had an email um, that says, Good morning, Tokyo. Happy to be seeing you. I recently picked up Frank's book, Frank Skinner, On the Road, and after listening oh, yeah. back to past episodes of the show on podcast, I was shocked to get no further than page 
six in capital letters <gasps> before Frank is quoting none other than Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> what? No. Frank this... then goes on to mention that he sits down to watch the documentary film about Seinfeld and he again refers to him in 21 parts of his book, I think it oh says. My. Yes, but... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's Frank cue to the explain music. himself? <laughs> I can't explain music? because it's not like those terrible people who say it's like that episode of Seinfeld when... Yeah. This is a documentary and it's Seinfeld talking about comedy. Mm. And mm. I, it's when he returns to life comedy and I'm with it. <laughs> It's not like, and then Kramer... You know, the legs and then Kramer, the water, can't you? And then Kramer said, um, oh, Diddy. It's you not know what like this that. reminds me of? That episode of The Simpsons? When oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think it's out, a, he's been rumbled. No, it's a bit like that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> when, uh, when Harry Dave... And then... All right? I say all right? Yeah, all right. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cotter. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I love the fact that you think wondering what happened to stuff is your idea <laughs> and yours alone. <laughs> well, I was... Uh, <laughs> I was... Um, Working and then in again, the lab I was, one night. <laughs> when my eyes beheld an eerie sight, my monster from its slab began to... I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Come you know soon. what I'm talking about? Yes. Christmas. Nearly. Yeah. I've not, seen... Not um, now. <clears throat> I've seen some decorations in well, local shops. And how do we know it's Christmas? Um... Because uh, the John Lewis advert has come out. Exactamondo. That's uh, my one. Exactamondo. Yeah. What do we think? Frank's got respect to Mondo. You find your Mondo. What do we think? <laughs> I think, well, things, they have said things they felt had got a bit bleak in the last few years. They weren't criticising their past material, but they'd had the old elderly man on the moon. Yes. Hadn't they? He seemed a bit lonely. Left alone on the moon. Yes. Uh, they had another was one. a bit sad. Yeah, they had animals going on a road trip and then snowmen going on a road trip in a mournful way. And this year, they've... You know what John Lewis have done? They've got a bit of material. They've gone yes. down the comedy yeah. route. Yeah. Just in case you haven't seen it yet, let me give you a brief synopsis. Um, parents buy their child a trampoline for Christmas and erect it in the garden Christmas Eve night. They go to bed... The boxer dog sleeping in the kitchen looks through the window. Sees two foxes approach. They yeah. start bouncing. Yes, bouncing on the trampoline. Foxes. They're joined by um, a, a badger. Then joins them. I think a badger. A is a badger. A, a vole. There's a vole. Yeah. There's no a weasel. <laughs> elephant. No, there's no vole. There's an elephant there's who no breaks vo- it. No. Can I give you the everything. breakdown of the animals? Vole. No. Consonant. No. Forget the vole. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the vole. Two from the top line, please. Forget the goddamn vole. Two fox. Yeah. One badger. Yeah. One hedgehog. See, you don't want a hedgehog, do you? (laughs) No. You don't want a hedgehog on a trampoline. That's an accident waiting to happen. It's a health and safety advert waiting to happen. squirrel. One squirrel. Yeah, one just squirrel. Oh, two squirrels. Rogue. No, there's one squirrel. Anyway, it's not the ark. You know what there there's is? Two squirrels. <laughs> there's two foxes. Two of everything. Two fox. 
Um, so, yes, so that's, they burn something down, the boxer dog um, looks frustrated. And all sorts of And excrement. he can't join in. Yeah, and then um, the next morning, parents open French windows, say to child, there's your present. She races towards it. The dog, um, the boxer dog, overtakes her and he jumps up and down on the thing. Thanks for your pitch, Mr Skinner. We're not going to make this film, though. No, if someone had come to me with that pitch, I'd have said, well, it's, it's a... It's a very cloud cuckoo land version of the natural world. <laughs> the foxes would have torn those squirrels to shreds. Can you imagine? They <laughs> would have. Charles would have gone out the next one. There'd just be blood and fur <laughs> on the trampoline. Hey, welcome. And can you imagine the excrement? Oh, oh, everywhere. Every day as well on that trampoline. Actually, I think Father Christmas gets the child like one of those squirty cleaners and a J cloth. So that's covered. <laughs> that's dealt yeah. with. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Also and, and also, can I say, I have set up one of those trampolines. Yes, I think you told have us you? about it. Is that what you did with Adrian Childs? No, no, that was I, that was the swing. Me and Kath. Oh, how the silly of me to forget. Yeah, the trampoline. It's really hard work to get the tension right. You've got to. He can't, did look. It's, it's he like did that. look a bit grumped off, didn't oh. he? The dad in the in the advert. Yeah, but when the foxes get on it, they're 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 making quite an indentation. Mm. Now, right. you, if the tension was right, they'd barely affect the surface. Oh, a lightweight like, thing what? like a fox. The thing that happens, the denouement, is as denouement go, not that staggering. But what happens is the dog is upset, as you correctly suggest. And so he charges out the next morning and gets on the trampoline before the child. Mm. And the family look at each other and they're really angry and upset. And I think that's a bit mean. Mm. I mean, let the dog play on the trampoline. Let the dog see the trampoline. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's her present. Come on. It's well, her present. Let her have the yeah. first go on it. They don't know that, you know... He's a dog, he doesn't know that. They don't know that that, that post he used to have at school, the wildlife of Great Britain, has come to life and, and gone on the trampoline on before. God forbid she gets talked to Cher, for heaven's sake. I know, mm. but let her go first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Boxer dog. <laughs> Can you imagine the big trails of saliva coming off its <laughs> black jaws? <laughs> I did think that, you know, oh, the saliva on the no, Then she walks on, just ends up flat on her back, <laughs> on, stepping on a terrible silver trail of phlegm. I mean, that would have been a nice slow Merry Christmas. For the, uh, <laughs> for the filmmakers, like a really slow-mo shot. Oh, just yeah. The saliva just, coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. And then landing just on her arcing. face. <laughs> if he lands on the child's face and she faints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't talked. Maybe it's in the director's court. I don't know. Well, seven million it costs. Oh, I mean, what? what are you spending on? An old dog handler? I don't know. Child how. actor, they're cheap, I should know. And uh, a <laughs> couple of parents, a few old animals. There's an, tram- old, there's an old dog handler lived by me. He was, <laughs> he was, he was caught in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. 106 has got in touch to say, I've just watched the John Lewis ad and I think the badger's claws would have gone through the base of the tramp. I think that... You know you have to take your shoes off to go on the trampoline. I mean, even if you've got trainers on. So the to, affect, to let wildlife on there. Yeah, mm. it seems unfair. Well, mm. What about the hedgehog? Don't get me started on him. I mean, what if he does that thing when you jump and then, you know, you sort of land on your bum and then jump back onto your feet? <laughs> the hedgehog's never going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> He's just going to land. Stay. Yeah. And then uh, the fox will eat his um, interior cavity out. <laughs> and he's trapped. Yeah. Yeah. Ter- like eating a coconut. Yeah. Yucky. <laughs> anyway, I hate it. 
You don't like it? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't You're like not it a at fan. all. I think it's. A, I think it's their worst ever. Do you? Do yeah. you agree with the idea that they shouldn't have done um, a sad one this year? Because I found that a little bit patronising. When they well, were we've saying, had a bad year. 2016's been a bad year, but it's been a good year for me. I've really enjoyed my year, and I was looking forward to some John Lewis advert catharsis. I've actually had a good 2016. Yeah. I, I can honestly say I've never looked forward to the John Lewis advert in any aspect. No, and I, I don't think. Okay, there's Brexit. There's Trump. There's that phone call from that barmaid in Wigan. <laughs> but everything will be fine um, <laughs> as long as there's a happy... As long as the, as long as the John Lewis uh, advert's a bit up-tempo this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like the fact that there's a big fuss made about waiting for the advert. Can I let you into a little secret? Go on. You have, you seen the, have you seen the Marks and Spencers advert? No. Christmas is better. What? Is it? What it's happens better. in that one? Well, I tell you who's in that. Isn't... Uh, Gandhi in that. He knows normally in them. Gandhi? No, he's not in that. <laughs> no, David, he, not Mahatma. Oh. No, not Mahatma. He doesn't do the Christmas. <laughs> he doesn't no. do Christmas. Oh, he feels the cold. Rules, not, rules, rules. Not on his diet. <laughs> 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 he likes an easy peeler. <laughs> wow. No, he went out with that policewoman. Do you remember? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> um, God, there's, uh, there's old references. I mean, there's that old is references. So People old. don't call the police peelers anymore. There's I don't think so they many. do. I Last, don't think they I do. Mean, so that Wilton, what do they call Wilton's, them now? The Rossers. <laughs> yes. That's Wilton's music hall. Whatever happened to. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. I'm told that in the John Lewis, from people I know, people who worked on I'm the told, advert, this is what Cass said. Um, that. The way they got it to work is that instead of a trampoline, they had a big hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> and the, ani the animals just jump up and down to avoid blistering. Oh, yeah. So they gave, them, they gave them 20 minutes on there and they couldn't stand the smell of it. <laughs> of, the, of the burning pads. <laughs> and then, that badger uh, was all... I've never seen him in such a state. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they got him off and it was straight to uh, Archipelago Restaurant. <laughs> Where they became a series of uh, courses at uh, at a corporate dinner. Oh, don't say that. For uh, Frank, the we're going to get complaints. <laughs> the we minions. will get complaints. We're definitely going to get complaints. So complaints. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, it's, you know, nature red in tooth and claw. Like I say, the fox would have finished off half of them. True enough. Yeah. Fox versus Badger, I wouldn't mind it seeing that. <laughs> That's probably on YouTube. <laughs> That would be good, though, yeah. wouldn't it? My money's on Squirrel. You reckon? Yeah. I'm back in, um... I'd, I'd be... I'd have a problem if it was Grey Squirrel versus Red Squirrel. Oh, Because oh, yeah. I personally would identify, obviously, with the Grey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but my son's ginger. He's the Red Squirrel. Oh, yeah. My son's ginger, that's why I favour the fox. Yeah. Well, mm. how do you think I feel about the fox? Well, I mean, I know. you know my you love, love of them. The oh, yeah, my but that, that fox is spoken for. Obscure crush. But Foxy that fo bingo. That Come on. fox has done that thing. I hate it. You know, you know when you get a bit of a get-together? Fine, you're calling him that fox like he's your old neighbour no, you, you know, don't get you know, on with. You know when you have a get-together with mates and you say, well, me, to look a bit of a reunion, <laughs> and then one of them brings their partner? <laughs> and you think, oh, that's sort of spot the whole evening. That's what the fox, the fox has turned up with his girlfriend. <laughs> And we don't know her, and I'm sure she's lovely, but, you know, we can't talk about the old times with the air jog and the and No the, wonder and the, the badger's getting so aerated. Yeah. <laughs> the ferret didn't even... He, he saw it from a distance and just went off. 
didn't even get on the... Do you uh, think, Frank, the fox said, you'll really get on? <laughs> what about when they do yeah. that, when they bring someone along? I think the fox probably said, it's all right if I bring... And they went, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they found, like, the badger found the squirrel and said, oh, he's bringing his girlfriend, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, Shall we invite the box? No. <laughs> I don't like... I, I don't... God, I don't want the saliva thing. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. We sprechen about the um, the John <laughs> Lewis advert yeah. with yeah. the bouncing dog, who is um, he's called Buster the Boxer. Mm-hmm. He's played yes. by Biff the Boxer. That's great All knowledge, Frank. Why bother changing the name? That's the sort of thing. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, you Why could do that as a mastermind it? specialist subject now. They allowed Mylene Class to do Sex in the City series three. They did. You could do um, the John Lewis ad, 2016. <laughs> but um, mm. he's got a Biff. Just call him Biff if he's called Biff. Are you bothered about the dog actor having an actor's well, it's like, name and a character name? Um, well, I used to think, when I used to watch Hawaii Five O as a kid, and there's a, there's a big Hawaiian guy, and he used to have his credit as <laughs> Zulu, as Kono, and I used to think, why bother changing that? <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair... <laughs> I'm guessing that Hawaiians watched it and thought, Jack Lord is Steve McGarrett. Why bother that? Yeah. Yeah, well, quiet. Thank you for that Good redress. Point. Well, he could have... Are you suggesting he did what I call an AAH? What was that? And as himself. Oh. Biff the dog. Nice. I just sit with the dog. His dog... The name doesn't feature anything in the advert. He's called Buster because they're going to bring out a cuddly tie of him to sell. Are they? Oh, are they? Yeah. Well, they did that with the penguin, Al. Don't you remember? I do. A few years back. I do. I'm a very keen diarist, and I always look at my uh, diary for it says, around the yeah. John Lewis Christmas I've ad I've got time. John Lewis ad alerts. It yeah. says that most unsettling of phrases, that some of the proceeds will go to charity. <laughs> <laughs> we know what that That's means. when I want to break down yeah. of, um, of, what, of what some means. But, yes... But I'd have been happy with uh, And his owner, who's obviously thrilled, um, yeah. posted a picture of him lying on his back. Oh? Disgusting. Was <laughs> 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 it disgusting? Oh, it's absolutely. Uh, do you want to see that? What is it? What, the oh, dog's belly? Um, well, I think it's a bit more than belly. It's not the, the belly, I'm worried Oh, he about. didn't post all what of that. He he, was on he his... in his all together, the well, dog? Well, it's a, you know, a boxer. No, he was wearing his pyjamas. <laughs> what do you think? Well, <laughs> I, when I buy my dog, I'm going to make them clothed. Are you? Well, if they're going to lie on their... I mean, a boxer... I don't want people um, seeing them in the all there's together. There's no foliage on a boxer, you know, like... <laughs> right. With a long-haired dog, you can arrange it a bit Why don't dogs wear pants? Um, I 8, think 12, they 15. should. <laughs> Why I think they should. It's a, it's a good question. It's obscene. I'm, mm. I've always um, been on keen on reading out um, readers' comments. Oh, yeah. From okay. uh, things like Mail Online. But I did see one follow, uh, about this advert from a person ironically called Sunshine Fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Sunshine Fan... Oh, I'm fan, Hail Fan. Um... I don't know whether this is a man or a woman. We can make our own guesses. And this is the comment. How many dogs are going to be injured by people <laughs> copying this advert? <laughs> <laughs> so that's this morning's texting. <laughs> I'm guessing two. But I'd be interested to hear your figures. Yeah. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Ian Angle, Angel. Oh, yeah. 
The punster. Punster extraordinary. Often punster. He's uh, texted in, he should have worn boxer shorts. Meaning yes. the boxer dog. There you go, you see. Very good. Spot on. And a lot of texts were getting in from Nugget included, uh, making reference to this uh, suggestion that the John Lewis ad is in some way an analogy for the American election result, with oh. Buster being the Trump figure, coming because in at the last minute and yes. surprising everyone, leaving well, everyone shocked and stunned. If that's the case, hats off to the John Lewis CGI people who knocked that together in about three hours, yes. by yeah. my reckoning. You'd never know it to look at it. Oh. <laughs> that does explain that picture of Donald Trump that appeared on Twitter this morning, <laughs> <laughs> of him lying on his back with his... <laughs> Well, I, as I said, the Marks and Spencer ad. Oh, just yeah, briefly. That? I haven't seen that what one. It is, so what far, it's Father Christmas and Mrs Christmas. Uh, Mrs Christmas so often uh, is a sort of secondary figure mm. in these things. Are these actors like then? Sort of a her indoors figure. Yeah, I think these are people playing okay. the. Re- I mean, I I mean the real one doesn't even feature in John Lewis at all. Does it no. suggest? I mean, the parents seem to be getting the toys and putting them up. Well, if there's any parents that that causes a difficult chat for, yes. I've thought of a solve for that, which is that um, Santa, Father Christmas, lost his temper and went to the pub and the dad finished the assembly of the trampoline. That's how that panned well, that's out. parents' toys, though, because parents leave toys and Santa leaves toys. Yeah. But John Lewis have obviously found Santa, the real Santa, because yeah. it's, like, such a big... They can't get an actor to do it yeah. to get the real one. And he said, you know, this time of the year, no can do. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terrible So they've time. got actors in. So they've just, they haven't featured him, he's been written out. Yeah. He's too big for that gig. But oh. anyway, in the Marks and Spencer one, Father Christmas goes off in the sleigh, mm. and um, the wife, who I have to say, mm. um, is, very, is very attractive, Mrs Claus. Mm. It's well. not, I think it's the first time I've ever looked at Father Christmas and said, who you doing well? <laughs> <laughs> Um, she finds one missing letter mm. of, of this. Um, I won't. I won't tell you the whole thing. But this child um, asks a request, and she goes off. Oh, uh, and uh, and and sorts it out like a dynamic, um, strong woman Good. in the Marks and Spencers. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. So, this sounds much better. It's great. And okay. she's hot, Mrs. Christmas. <laughs> You know what? Has your demographic demographic changed a little bit? <laughs> I never thought I'd do this, Frank, but I'm, I'm going to Google her, Mrs Christmas. Yeah, I think you should do. Uh, he yeah. looks more, <laughs> far, way too old for her. Father Does he? Yeah. That's what I was asking, really. Has he gone for a younger... OK, I'm lady? Googling. I wouldn't want to be there when all my Christmases came at once. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Uh, I would recommend the Marks and Spencers. It's, um, it's splendid. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I'll tell you what happened, and if you know, Al, but um, Emily Dean came round to my house on Sunday to watch the football. Oh, I did. did he, you? he laid on a lovely um, cheese-based spread. I had, we had some apoise de bourgogne. What's I that? Believe. Oh, you did. It's like French soft cheese. You did. I was. That's why oh, I was worried. Nice. I got there too early. What oh, stinks? It it stunk so badly that Buzz almost cried. I think. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I said to Buzz, smell that. Soft. He was really disgusting. I'll tell you he what also... did make Buzz cry. Frank and Adrian Charles, who was there, they got so excited. Uh, West Brom versus Leicester, wasn't it, Frank? It was. And they got so excited. Do the noise you made when they scored. Well, you know, the noise yeah. you do when they scored. Yeah. yeah! 
And he um, he cried. He told us off. Oh, did he? He was really upset. But then Sensitive. again, I must say, me cheering West Brom goals is not going to be a recurring. He's <laughs> <laughs> not going to need earplugs for that. No, no. I think, <laughs> it yeah, it's not going to happen that often. <laughs> but bear in mind, my, my partner told me off at the circus um, for clapping too loudly. And now my son, my four-year-old, is oppressed. Oppressed. Yeah, oppressed. <laughs> But it was, I'll tell you what was lovely is uh, we were, West Brom won, so me and Adrian were mm. very pleased. And um, Emily very fabulously <laughs> said, I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'd, like we'd entered into a civil partnership. It is nice. Well, I did compare them to uh, Statler and Waldorf on the Muppets. Indeed. Because they do this thing, the two of them, during the injury time, they, get, they wind themselves up. I mean, it's quite oh. weird watching it. They get so upset, and they say, it's never going to happen, we're not going to do it, we always do this. And I said to Frank, you're like Statler and Waldorf. Frank said, yeah, that's the second time someone said that to <laughs> us this week. Just the second. <laughs> second in the a la- week. We were at the last match we were at, a yeah. bloke said, you two are a bit like Statler and Waldorf, aren't oh. you? Well, Statler and Waldorf were two characters in The Muppets. Yes. That's the footnote. Google. So how am I going to um, show appreciation now in my house if I can't clap or cheer? Yeah. Mime. Oh, I tell you what, yeah. the, the double thumbs up. You're a big fan oh, of the double thumbs up. You know what? I got up. a thumbs up emoji from Charlie the producer this week. Did you? Nice. I mean, come on. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's a bit low, bro. <laughs> the thumbs up. I, so, I mean, Paul McCartney can get away with it. You know what Paparazzi once said to me? Don't do a thumbs up. Yeah, we never show a thumbs up picture unless it's Paul McCartney. <laughs> Is that a rule? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, a help, helpful, uh, helpful note. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. What about if I dusted off my Bravo? Oh. Bravo. Yeah, that might get away. I'd all want a bit pink beret. Yeah, um, celebration. <laughs> what about just an Alan Shearer raised hand and run around the living room? No, that Silent. could be misinterpreted. Yes. <laughs> For a football match, I could uh, I could do a sports Bravo. Oh, very oh. good. Shall I just say loudly, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely, though. It was a lovely communal thing, and we won. And you know when you win on the international break, you got two weeks to save for yeah. it. Oh, nice. I Google oh. sofas with Cass in the break. You did. did you? Yeah, yeah. So Google nice the sofas. It was. She, it said was Frank, it... she said, Frank's wants a Chesterfield, and there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, it's easy to slide off leather sofas. Who says that sexual stereotyping (laughs) has completely broken down? Me and Andrew watched the football and Kath and Emily Googled sofas. (laughs) Much though I enjoyed the highlights of that game, I think I might have been over in Sofa Corner as well. (laughs) (laughs) No, do you know what? They were very decent. Very decent. I'm very pleased for them. How many people have watched West Brom beat um, Leicester whilst eat, in, eating a pot with their bourgeons? <laughs> you, you guys. It showed me how far you and Aid have come. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Even for the brief moment when I did feel I was in a pub in Smethwick when you scored. Well, it's and a I part like of me that is always in a pub in Smethwick. Well, I'm there with you. It's my spiritual home. Lovely. You know what? Up next is rock and roll football with OJ Borge, who still hasn't texted (gasps) the the cockerel. I thought you were going to have a grapple match. He said, I'll call you. And guess what? How many times has he called you? Always the bridesmaid. This is embarrassing, If you've ever seen women in love when Oliver Oliver Reed and Alan Bates wrestle naked in front of a roaring log fire, (gasps) that's what we're hoping for with OJ and the cockerel. 
Um, Front I, row I, seats. I cannot Sorry, it didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but don't lie on your backs like that dog. <laughs> so, look, if... Um, if... Uh, the good, uh, the good Lord spares us, and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Thank you for listening, and now get out. Hear the Frank Skinner show as it happens Saturday morning from eight until eleven on one hundred five point eight FM in London and the South East.